let's explore the fall of Emperor Palpatine. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditates Like a Jedi. Gather, my fellow nerdlings, around the campfire of the mind, and let us consider the fall of Emperor Palpatine. How old were you the first time you watched Star Wars Episode Six, The Return of the Jedi? Who can forget the film's climax in the throne room of the second Death Star? We marveled at the perceptual acuity of Emperor Palpatine and his ability to read Luke's strength in the Force and the intentions of Luke's mind and the flow of Luke's emotions. Old and disfigured, the Emperor still had a dark charm about him, a charisma that melted when Luke refused to strike his father down and take his place as Sidious's new apprentice. A charm that was replaced with rage and malice and sadistic glee as he began murdering Luke with his forced lightning. Intoxicated with his rage and power and self-importance, he was rendered blind to Darth Vader's intention, who lifted him from who lifted him overhead and threw him down the reactor core to his apparent death. What had so undermined the Emperor's awareness as to allow this betrayal to succeed? The same thing that happened to Supreme Leader Snoke in Last Jedi. Recall the scene in his throne room, surrounded by his guard, so enraptured with the haranguing of his apprentice and delighting in embarrassing him before Rey, that he became oblivious to Kylo Ren's intentions and actions as the latter reached out with the Force telekinetically activated the lightsaber by Snoke's side, slicing him in half. Whether Darth Sidious was inhabiting the body of Palpatine or the body of Snoke, we observe the same pattern. As concentrated focus deepened, peripheral awareness faded. This is important, and it bears exploration. For concentrated focus and peripheral awareness are inversely proportional, as one increases, the other diminishes inevitably. So what? How could this be significant both to the Star Wars universe as well as our own spiritual growth? During my first three-year retreat, I was taught the neurological effect of switching from foveal vision to peripheral viewing. When our vision is focused, we are accessing our sympathetic nervous system with its terror and rage and despair and rigidity and controlling tendencies. 
Could that sound familiar? Could that sound like the path of the dark side of toxic masculinity? Now, let us explore the converse. When we switch from hard, concentrated focus to soft, peripheral vision, we are also switching from our sympathetic nervous system to its parasympathetic opposite, the neural pathway of peace and resilience and creativity and flexibility and acquiescence, our gateway to the light side of healing femininity. Just like the Sith of fiction, concentration can lead to great power, but also a dearth of peace and love that are so crucial to fulfillment. In Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon Jinn advised, I counsel patience, the solution will present itself. This is the soft path of peripheral mindfulness, of creativity and spontaneity and centeredness and flow. This is the path of the light side. It is available to each of us and is as close as switching from hard foveal vision to its soft peripheral counterpart. From concentration to mindfulness, from toxic controlling yang to healing and flowing yin. This was inspired by the video, Ray sees Palpentine's original plan for Anakin, found on the YouTube channel Star Wars Theory. I love this channel, and if you're as geeky as me, you might enjoy it as well. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements, so support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at meditatelikeajedi.org for the next series live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.